1: falling in the we don't want to know we're dedicated yes. to
0: our fever shows oh my ticket everybody launch his photo scary dog prince and blonde
1: ball evening you are listening to a what what's the what's the matter i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to do a show wait what now Okay. I've I've just been I've just been handed this.
0: Um I did this I just felt like a bit. All right, let's go.
1: <laughs> no, I was just okay. handed something. All right. W2M Network is merging with American whammy productions and will eventually become American whammy media. Therefore, we here at Radilegion Broadcasting will be doing the same. So everything involved with W2M and the Radilegion Broadcasting Network will eventually become an American whammy podcast. Anything else? So um all right, let me I'll try yeah. it again. Good evening. You are listening to an American Whammy podcast TV party tonight. Ooh, how does that? Does That's that...
0: going to take some uh, getting used to. Yeah. We'll just put it that
1: way. Yeah. All so, right. I'm just going to start calling myself American Whammy, by the way. Are you? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> I'm changing there, my Cody name Rhodes, Cody
0: Rhodes, the American nightmare. Mark yeah. Rattles, the American Whammy. <laughs>
1: I am yes, I am now the American Whammy, Mark Rattledge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh shoot! I that was a man me. once. <laughs> <laughs> I have been subsumed by the man.
0: Uh, yes, yes, indeed. I was
1: a man. Now I've been subsumed by the man, and now I am no longer my own person. We are, we are American Whammy. We are American Whammy.
0: Not Press your luck, people. We are no not pressure. Marshall. We are not, not Marshall. Marshall. Okay. No. All right.
1: We are definitely not the Rattling Broadcasting Network anymore. Matter of Got fact, did you see on the screen, the overlay is gone.
0: I wasn't paying attention to anything. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> yep. I noticed that Mark. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I how do you, did.
1: how do you feel about this, Jesse?
0: Well, it's a change. That's An for sure. era. It's what it is. It's definitely going to be some changes. It feels like on the horizon. I can't really speculate as to what is going to change I mean, other than what we've been told is just that everything should remain the same. We're just going to be under a, a different re- banner.
1: Do you realize and, that uh, as my primary, as my primary, Jesse, my number one love, that's right. You have been a part of a lot of new, a lot of firsts here on the American Whammy podcast. Wow. <laughs> 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 yep, counting today—that's for sure. You were—you were on the first video. I was wasn't night. Yeah.
0: Wow. This is this is a, a whole new world.
1: I mean, if you go back Holy far man. enough, Robert has you beat. Robert Winfrey right. has has been by far the longest American Women oh, yeah. podcaster on the American yes. Women Podcast Network. He got me beat by like a day. I mean, you started off as a super fan.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, oh, we're. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. We were. Yeah. Asking. I we thought go, maybe it was. Well, I thought you got to go all the way back to like 2011
1: after. with the with the with the 411 Ground and Pound radio show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, He's Scott definitely Kachowski got some history. And Jeff Harris, definitely history.
0: That's yeah. right. There's yeah. some yeah. iconic names right there.
1: But you, you Starcher, Jessicans big time. You're my primary. You're the number one. Uh-huh. Mwah. So, Ozark is our favorite show uh, here on the American Whammy podcast, which presents TV Party Tonight. And uh, Ozark, as people may know, is an American crime drama streaming television series created by Bill Dubuque and mark williams for netflix and produced by mrc television and aggregate films the series stars jason bateman laura linney who's the worst as (laughs) marty and wendy bird a married couple who moved their family to the lake of the ozarks for money laundering bateman also serves as director and executive producer for the series um in june of 2020, the series was renewed uh, for a fourth and final season, consisting of 14 episodes split into two parts. The first part was released on January 21st, while the second was released on April 29th, 2022. All right, so when we last left our heroes, they were down in Mexico with uh, the leader of the Mexican cartel. You'll probably be better with the names than I am. Navarro. And uh, Navarro, yeah. yeah and Navarro, they had Omar shot Navarro. the lawyer in the Navarro. They they had shot the lawyer in the head, like on the tarmac, and her brains Ooh, were yeah. all over, <laughs> got all over Jason Bateman and Laura Linney. <laughs> Who's the worst, by the way? Laura Linney <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> Hell of an actress, but
0: her character. Oh yeah, I was gonna types. say Laura Linney's <laughs> the best. It's it's <laughs> yeah. uh, Oh my gosh, man, the the character she plays is just so Wendy. horrible. Wendy is the Wendy absolute... is
1: horrible. Uh, on the scale, let's just let's just talk about this for TikTok. Okay. All right. On a TikTok, scale of
0: TikTok content, ladies and gentlemen. Here we
1: go. For TikTok purposes, where do you think <laughs> Wendy resides on the worst TV wife slash mom? I mean, there's the broad from breaking bad. She's up there and she's usually my measuring stick. If, really? if we if we yeah. <laughs> if you oh, not uh, watch Breaking that? Bad.
0: Uh no, never have there, Mark. Never I don't even know. I've never heard of the show. <laughs> um <laughs> that that seemed awful convenient that i'm wearing this shirt tonight yeah really and like uh, not, well done <laughs> you plan that or uh, yeah i i mean she was bad it was it was oh was it was Skyler. yeah. Skylar. yeah oh, terrible. yeah it was she's right. she's definitely the worst i don't know man this i don't remember mackie's wife being that awful
1: she wasn't Wendy... great
0: wendy's in the running for sure i'm trying to think of some of the worst wives wives that i can think of off the top of my head and there's been some bad ones i mean aside from like you know serial killer stuff maybe but i mean wendy's up there wendy is definitely up there
1: wendy might might be like the. i mean i think for a while i think it was well agreed upon that skylar from breaking Bad was the worst um yeah I can't think. I mean, maybe if Pat or somebody were here, they could shout out a few more names, but I mean, she's not it's a little bit different than like the Adrian scale. The Adrian is like just a nag. Like worse, yeah, like worse movie nags. You know.
0: What Wendy what Wendy has, the only maybe
1: mm-hmm. the
0: only I don't know. Saving grace for her is that she loves her family but she just loves them in the wrong way um so, and when i say family i should say children because okay. i think that that's i don't think she gives a sh- yeah, crap about jason bateman about uh, oh let, uh, let,
1: let's let's spend some time and explore this let's let's start off our hour-long discussion about ozar with talking about when the Wendy Bird character played by Laura Linney. And people who have been listening to TV Party as of late know we're going to be all over the place. We're not going through this episode by episode. I do. We need wow. to talk about the finale at some point cuz yikes. Right. But right. Um, but uh, and we are talking about the entirety of season 4, both parts, all 14 episodes. Yeah, right. So I'm going to just kind of off the cuff here just talk to my friend about this horrible human being Wendy Bird and see what you think. For me, she is very much Um, self-centered. I I can't decide where the midway through marriage, dissatisfaction, depression, I could have been a contender stuff ends, and where the psychological dysfunction begins with her. You know what I mean? She is clearly ambitious. She's clearly one of a zillion middle-aged women who seemingly thought they were doing the right thing and we, we talked about this with another show recently where you know you have these women who uh, they think they're doing the right thing by becoming wives and mothers and then they get you know 10 20 years into it and they go huh I regret those <laughs> I don't regret the children I have and in the, the love that and the love that I had but I kind of regret the making these decisions because i wish i had been something else
0: right right and there's a
1: lot of that driving her like a lot of her ambition in this show a lot of her like we can be one of those made families that you know we make kings we have untold riches we are power players behind the scenes we are part of the illuminati you know kind of a thing part of what's driving that i think for her is this desire for validation like just being a wife and mother and and maybe you know even a career person just wasn't enough for her there has to be more
0: no yeah it's definitely not enough and you put it pretty well when you're talking about where one part of it starts and the other part begins it's all wrapped up in her yeah uh and you kind of, as we go through the season, especially this latter part of the second part of the fourth season, you start to really see that unravel. She is ex- excruciatingly a control freak, it seems like. Yeah. Like she ha- it has to be. Now, granted, she, there, I think it goes things, if, if things begin to get out of control for her, mm-hmm. it's not just you know, oh, well, that's another day. No, it's her life and her kids' lives and her husband.
1: I think it's more than just like a control freak thing for her. I think it's more she is utterly driven by her perception of the world. She has zero empathy. She doesn't see ever Jason Bateman's perspective. Bring me back to Jason Bateman because if I don't talk like soon about his speech to his daughter about feeling trapped. I'm I'm gonna be mad at myself, and I got to get yeah. this out quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I may have to, I may have to stop with Laura Linney and just get into that just for a second. <laughs> but um, <laughs> okay. but uh, the this idea of like she has no empathy. She never sees anyone else's point of view, and she is mad that nobody else seems to be on the same page as her. She's only happy when her point of view is being validated but she's also like an agent of chaos almost. And and I'll bleed that right into like the stuff with Jason Bateman. And we can kind of go back and forth with this because Jason Bateman's Marty, like he's just trying to keep a lid on things. I I can't remember what initially drove him to do the money laundering in the first place. I think there was an element of, it was, you know, it was kind of exciting. It was a little naughty, but he had a handle on it. He knew what he was doing and he was getting away with it. It, When, when things went sideways, Even then, he was like, I have a plan. I know how to fix this. And he was all cool as a cucumber about it. And then his wife's like, no, I want a piece of the action, too. And I see big things first. And he's like, can we not utterly upend the quiet operation of crime I've got going that is (laughs) perfectly satisfactory the way it is? And she's like, nope. And just whirlwinds around him four seasons later. And I really, really... Really identified with the speech that he gives about feeling like if you if you don't agree with Wendy, you're in trouble. Yeah. But if, but you, if do, you do, mm-hmm. if you just give in, now you're not challenging enough and and you can't win. And he just feels utterly bereft of hope. Just there's nothing for him in this. Like, he clearly loves his children. And I right. think in some ways he is connected to this woman, if nothing else, because of the legacy of their relationship. But I, but it feels like with all of her chaos, with all of her mental illness, with all of her ambition, with all of her lack of empathy, with all of her sociopathy, he is utterly drained of all of the things that makes you... I want to read you something really quick. All right. Um, I want to read you this and I want to see if for you this feels like Marty and Wendy, okay? Okay. Found this today. Somebody put this on uh, on one of my Facebook posts. Signs that you're drained by someone. Do you think Marty dreads interacting with them when in, interacting with Wendy?
0: I would agree. Okay. Yes,
1: number 2. <laughs> does Marty need to unwind after you talk after he talks to Wendy?
0: Oh man. he does at one point in this season it's not an unwinding though he explodes because he does yeah so he needs to unwind yes
1: does marty vent to others about his interactions with wendy
0: we see that happen yes With,
1: with his daughter at the very least
0: right right
1: um does marty frequently ignore texts or calls from wendy
0: <laughs> well, we see, we see a lot of that going on all over the place with every character because I think everybody is just getting <laughs> sick and tired of dealing with everybody. Yeah, else everyone's everyone's about done,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number five, Marty, does he find himself having to talk through uh challenges with Wendy with others?
0: Uh, well, I mean, at least with uh, his daughter, yeah. I was gonna say, it's such a you know he's not broadcasting this what he's doing with anybody else so it's kind of hard to find some people to confide in
1: and it's also not that kind of show this isn't necessarily a a a family drama such you know such as it is it's a crime drama that has family drama in it right 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 um (laughs) Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Just to kind of get through this. Does Marty feel exhausted, sad, or anxious after the interactions with Wendy? I, I, I will say yes. Every goddamn scene. <laughs> every, every, he is less exhausted talking to Ruth.
0: Take a <laughs> shot every time he hangs his head. Like when he gets ready to say something. Then you
1: just... will be blackout drunk. <laughs> you will have fucking liver failure. <laughs> does Marty. Mi- hey, Jesse. Does Marty minimize his issues because he doesn't want to give Wendy ammunition to talk about herself?
0: Mm, probably. Okay.
1: Does Marty make up excuses to spend less time with her?
0: Well, I mean, I, I, I,
1: again, I don't know if he can do, adu- he can avoid that
0: although, although they do their fair share of, uh, being a part. Yeah.
1: Does Marty experience physical symptoms of anxiety such as stomach aches or headaches? Well, we didn't see that uh, so much.
0: No, he, he wasn't physically ailing, but you can see yeah. the distress upon his uh, movements he, he, of his body. His body he looked like
1: he had a hump at one point.
0: Oh, done. <laughs> yeah. He done did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Lastly. Do you think Marty can't stop thinking about his interactions with Wendy? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, all, signs, the, all those
0: things pretty much fit.
1: Signs Marty is being drained by Wendy. And I mean, that is a big part of season four by far. Yeah. And I really, 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 really identified with how Marty was feeling. Like <laughs> that scene with the daughter where he's just like, I don't. I'm. I'm spinning in a circle, and I don't know where to go, and I feel trapped. The game is rigged.
0: And it takes a lot, you know. Just as fathers, you
1: know, Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. try
0: not to burden our children with absolutely how our emotional bag with our emotional baggage at the time Mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, And I know that's what Marty and, to an extent, Wendy was trying to do. They're trying to avoid putting this pressure on their children. Yeah. Of course. You know, as the as the series unfolds, the the, the kids become involved in these operations. And well,
1: this, we, we can transition I, to that if you want. Look at what happens with um, oh gosh, the son's name, Jonah. Uh, Jonah, like within minutes of the episode of, of the back half of season two, might might have even been season one. I don't. I, I binge the whole thing, all fourteen episodes, this past Friday. So I may have my timeline wrong, Whew. but like he. Uh, he almost immediately, in the wake of the uncle being killed, just leaves the family. Yeah. Like they, they, you're talking about, you don't want to burden your kids with your emotions, and that's hundred percent true. And the great thing about that scene with uh, with Marty Jason Bateman is he almost disassociates the fact that that's his daughter he's talking to. Mm-hmm. He's so in need of like unburdening his soul about everything that's gone on with Wendy. That could have been you, a cactus, my son <laughs> it could have been right. could have been Navarro. Yeah. he'd have said he'd have had the same speech
0: right right yeah he he I think he, he finally came to a point where it was he had to try and talk to somebody about it and yeah. you know it his daughter for all intents and purposes has uh, a bit of maturity
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he probably felt that he she could handle what he was saying but again it takes a lot even yeah. as even as an adult you're and your kids an adult you still don't want to tell them what's wrong with mm-hmm. your life and what you're trying to provide for them you don't want to show cracks you want to show everything is stacked up cemented no cracks whatsoever in your life and lifestyle but uh, you know he it, it took a lot for Marty. Uh, this is, this season is where you get to see of all the challenges that Marty has faced. It's finally mm-hmm. coming to a head where he has to do something and things are falling apart around him. And Wendy of
1: course is the impetus for just about every bit of it. Every going, single bit of it. Well, going back to season one, I can't remember totally what the setup was, but so essentially he had X amount of money. He had to launder over Y amount of time. He, mm-hmm. He had been hipped to the Ozark by his partner who ends up getting killed, if I remember correctly, by right. the cartel. And he's like, okay, I'm going to steal his idea. I'm going to go launder money in the Ozark, and I just won't tell anyone about it, and it'll be fine, and we'll get this done. He had a very he... – Marty wasn't in it for himself. And no. over the course of four seasons of this series, what becomes very evident is how out of control it has all become because instead of just doing a simple job it became this whole other big thing driven by all the things we talked about in the first 10 minutes of this review of you know Laura Linney pursuing the brash ring just to keep it simple yeah. and how resentful he is about it yeah and the, the, I want I want to say this and I want to get your response to this and we can we can spat some stuff around something that Ruth said really resonated with me too if I can stop being talking about my own personal resonance with this show (laughs) (laughs) for just a moment. My own little (laughs) therapy session. Um, Ruth says to somebody, I don't remember who, she was like, getting involved with the birds, you're putting yourself and your family at risk. Every one they have touched, they have burned. And when you think about, like, you know, Darlene's husband, that whole operation they had with the preacher and the Bibles and, you know, dealing, like, uh, heroin uh, during, like, Lake church services that's all gone Ruth's half or half or almost all of Ruth's family is gone you know Uh, she comes back later but the gal who run the the blue cat she's gone she lost everything for a while right when you think about the amount of people who have been burned by this family I mean like I don't know how you personally feel about the Ruth character but I think she has some really I think she's over the course of four seasons, she's really coming to her own and she has a very poignant point of view. Right, right. Yeah,
0: as, as far as Ruth goes, you're looking at probably one of the, I don't know, one of the most likable characters out of the series that, man, you, you can't believe you would actually root for somebody like that. She comes from right. a, a history of a, a family that's been in low-level crime drugs whatever right and the langmore name you know the langmore <laughs> curse you're you're kind of uh you're basically destined to just follow in the footsteps the, the 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 criminal footsteps of those that came before and you see her as she's doing these criminal things for marty throughout the series then she's obviously running at loggerheads with Wendy and -hmm. deciding, okay, I'm breaking away from all that. And she's going to run her own thing, especially for Darlene uh, and her cousin, uh, Wyatt. Right. Yep. Um, And then when all that goes away, she finally is the one, she's the one that decides that she wants to try and legitimize herself. She tries to Mm -hmm. get a record expunged. She wants to become a businesswoman, And so you're rooting for her. Um, She's definitely got her, you said, uh, a, a poignant character, a poignant a point a point of view. She's, like I said, she's who I'm rooting for. Is she yeah. the one that's making the best choices? Absolutely not.
1: No, it, but it, is anyone in any crime series ever always right. making the best choices. It's like... There's is one choices, person... Life's blood of these out, things are, like, poor choices.
0: One person that I will point out, and we might mm-hmm. talk about her, but I'll try to remember... Uh, but I, I believe that one person that does kind of stand out that made the one right choice this mm-hmm. season was Maya, the um, the, oh, the liaison or the lady that Marty was working with to try and get in with the FBI, who yes. makes a decision like out of the blue to <laughs> just be like, all right, they're going to let Omar Navarro go back on a plane right Mexico and she's like nah you know what and she steps up and makes the arrest because that's the
1: good thing to do just martyred she- <laughs> herself absolutely she was <laughs> like I'm gonna do the right thing yeah. I'm dead basically in the FBI but <clears throat> damn it yeah I gotta sleep with myself at night and this is right the most right she's, got, thing. she's gotta
0: look at herself in the mirror the, and, right but that's the only person and it is uh, by far there she's kind of a main character but you know she is not what we solely focus on throughout this series so mm-hmm. of all the characters that have showed up i'd say she's the one that probably was the most just um even even the detective uh oh my goodness what is uh, what was his name uh, golly gosh darn gee i can't remember his name now um some weird last name but anyway yeah. the detective that's investigating uh ben's death Yeah, uh, even he oh, the pi the you know, pi I. Yeah, I cannot remember his name oh, yeah pi not detective he was a detective i think with the uh pd but anyway um even he as 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 just as you think he is he has those moments where he makes the wrong decisions always Mm -hmm. seemed like maya was the one that kind of like was the just one in my opinion but anyway are you looking for his
1: name yeah i'm trying to find um on, i cannot remember the guy's name such a weird last name too yes like that his his um his uh, the actor who plays him gave such a funny performance like yeah (laughs) yeah i i couldn't go i couldn't quite figure out what he was going for you know with with, like like i'm just looking for his signature like are you trying to be incompetent are you faking incompetence because that's how you you know that's how you put get people off guard what are you doing It's, Uh it's such a weird weird performance that he gives anyway it's a fun character um we we sort of are all over the place here. Let, let's keep with Ruth for just just a minute. Absolutely, she has, she has some really interesting stuff that happens to her this season. Do we want to get into? We're gonna say finale the finale for the very end. Just talk about everything. That I, happens.
0: I yeah. Let's. I mean, if we okay. can. If not, doesn't matter. But uh, I think we ought to. Okay. There's well, a lot oh, of stuff that happens.
1: So a lot of so Ruth and Jonah bond at the beginning of the season because Jonah Jonah is mad at the whole family for letting what happened to Ben ha- you know, happen. And so he's yeah. like I want to launder money. If my dad can launder money, I can launder money and in fact I can think I think I can do it better as you would as a 14-year-old boy. You always think, you know, you can do better than your dad. Yeah, you can do better than that. Yeah, but I think he's also trying to find a face of belonging outside of the people he feels that have betrayed his his family. Right. And he has, he has right. a great line to his sister. I actually I really liked the Jonah character this season. Um he has a line to his sister about um would you you know something along the lines of we they killed ben because ben was mentally ill would you kill me and she was like well you're not mentally ill and then later on they revisit that same thing he's like all i needed you to tell me was you wouldn't kill me jerk yeah you know? <laughs> um i don't know if it's just the maturity you know or the maturity of the actor the maturity of the character but Joni jonah really comes into his all i think Uh, Because in the because the first couple of seasons, he's just palling around with the old man and he's palling around with the uncle and he's just sort of this, you know, awkward kind of aspy teenager. And here I really felt like he was fully developed as a person, as a character. Um, Mm -hmm. I liked his interactions with Ruth. He had like for a what she had to what be in her 20s, Ruth? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. uh, And he's 14 and they have and they have like a weird sexual chemistry. Like here's, a... <laughs> yikes well, um but but it did but it, i couldn't not acknowledge it they the, the two of them were kind of hot on screen together and they don't ever touch there's no actual sex between them but there was a spark there a couple of times and i don't know
0: yeah. if that
1: if they just lucked into it because obviously it wasn't that way in the beginning you know four five six years ago when this started right. but it's there now yeah <laughs> yeah those, and
0: those those two characters you know they really obviously the reason those two are finding themselves uh -hmm. together in the season is because of the death of Ben both of them you know it was it it was Jonah's uncle it was um it was Ruth's boyfriend Mm -hmm. and they really again resented the fact that Wendy had him killed which they knew right I mean Jonah Mm -hmm. knew this and Ruth knew this and they, were of course they had to keep it quiet because of what was going on. Uh, so they were going to probably at least work together mm-hmm. at some point. So it makes sense for Jonah to be like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. I'm done. Where can I go? Well, I'll go hang out at Ruth. Ruth's got like 20 rooms at her hotel. I'll <laughs> mm-hmm. just find a place there. Um, Yeah, it's as as far as Ruth goes, just watching her arc throughout throughout the fourth, especially the end of that first part of the fourth season when Wyatt gets killed. Mm -hmm. Uh, We, we, you know, we talked about Darlene Snell, who was the. My uh, God, that was
1: we have to talk about Javi, but that was so brutal and so like nonchalant. Like he just puts a bullet in both of their heads like and they're done.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you as soon as Javi wants so Javi, by the way, for any of those that, that are listening, I, I don't know why you'd listen to this and not watch the series. But Javi is the is Omar Navarro's nephew. Yeah. And he is kind of keeping an eye on the birds, mm-hmm. making sure that the operation is running smoothly for the cartel. But he, he is really, ruthless. really, really
1: wants to kill Marty, by the way. He's
0: ruthless and brutal. And boy, is he like, you know, he is so uh, swarmy so cocky Mm uh and he just he knows that he can kill you or he can have you killed and he he acts (laughs) like
1: he throws kind of a tantrum at one point i think it was after i think it was after marty gave up the gun deal so it would make it look like a like it would sweeten things for the fbi for navarro Mm -hmm. and so javi comes home and he's like what the hell and he's like i'm gonna take care of things and his uncle's like enough already with you Stop." And then he like storms off and Navarro just has this really funny line delivery, but uh, the baby's crying, (laughs) (laughs) which cracked me up. Hey, real quick, um, I just want to remind everybody that Grammarly, uh, for you listeners of TV Party Tonight, a American whammy production. Grammarly is offering a free download of the Grammarly software. Grammarly's AI powered products, help people communicate more effectively. Grammarly helps you write mistake free on Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and nearly anywhere else you write on the web. Grammarly corrects hundreds of grammar and spelling mistakes, while also catching contextual errors, improving your vocabulary, and suggesting style improvements. To download Grammarly today, go to getgrammarly.com slash W2M network. Again, it's getgrammarly.com slash W2M network to download Grammarly for free. So let's talk about hobby. Um, yeah. So he gets introduced this season, and he's the American-educated um, heir to the throne, and he's a little too big for his britches, and he's, you know, and Navarro, the whole setup to this season is basically Navarro wants to step down. He wants a deal with the FBI where basically he's an informant, but he gets protected from prosecution, and then he can just retire, basically. He let uh, Javier run the business. With Lucky Land you can get lucky just about anywhere. A life of fancy and you know he won't ever go to prison that's what he wants mm-hmm. and so a lot of what drives season four is Marty and wendy trying to get the fbi to give him what he wants and could the fbi be any more like concrete and douchebaggy
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have that well, i wish i could remember that one guy that comes mm-hmm. in there with a director because you've seen him in Oh, my gosh. I want to say 24. He always he plays some that kind of government. Same... Yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> plays that same, same character. character Your government characters.
1: guy. <laughs> Your angry, stupid government guy.
0: Yeah. Right. Terrific. Right. But yeah, they're, you know, the whole, they throw things for a loop when they're like, no, we want to keep you guys in power mm-hmm. so we can take care, of, just give us some shipments and make us look good. And at first, it's five years, and then when it, I think when they get Javi at the table, because Javi sits down, and they're like, "How about ten years? You stay at the, you stay there, for ten years, and mm-hmm. do all this for us." Uh, so yeah, the the FBI is a bunch of douche nozzles, not not making <laughs> things any easier. I'm glad Maya stuck it to him when she did, mm-hmm. uh, but but yeah, Javi is dude. Okay, so the body count. I mean, you could it's massive this this fourth season and Javi yeah. is probably at least three or four of those people that get killed in there if i remember mm-hmm. correctly because he ends up like not only does he kill darlene snell he kills wyatt yep uh the sheriff really surprised me like the sheriff shows up to investigate uh the the lawyer uh, the lawyer's house and mm-hmm. there's Javi, and then he just puts a bullet in the sheriff's head and i'm like there is a trail somehow of communication that told this guy he was
1: going to the house. You would be led to believe that it is so easy to commit murder in this country. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If you watch Ozark, especially this season, you're like, wow, I don't know why we don't commit more murder because (laughs) you could just disappear a body and there's no investigation. No, there's no nothing. Nobody cares. Nothing, nothing. But yeah, Hobby comes
0: in there and he's, like I said, that's what makes, I think, him such a dis other than the fact he's so swarmy, so cocky mm-hmm. and he's just a murderous shitbag. He's going yeah. around killing people like it's nothing. And of course he mm-hmm. kills Wyatt. And the end of that fourth season where Ruth conf- finds out that Wyatt's dead. I mean that's really what sets this whole second so part I, into motion.
1: I got to tell you Go ahead. um so I didn't watch the first part of this when it came out. I waited until now and yeah, I watched you it all together. Yeah. So I didn't realize that when everyone was using the same TikTok sound of "if you want to stop me, you're gonna to have to fucking kill me." Yeah, I didn't realize that. <laughs> <what that's... laughs> yeah, no, no idea where that was from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, like it funny. sounded like Ruth, but you know, I mean, maybe it was from a previous season. I don't know. And then she did it, and I totally had a
0: <laughs> "she said the thing" <laughs> moment. <laughs> oh, you had your you had your glass. You're like. But,
1: um, <laughs> yeah yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio perfect <laughs> yes indeed so well, let's, let's talk about the scene where I mean it, we, it season part part one ends with you know with her desperate to find Javi and put a bullet in his head and yeah. finally she corners Marty and Wendy and Wendy's like fuck it I don't even care anymore whatever let let's just put these two in a room and whatever happens happens we're good either way and right. Ruth just gets, you know, that's the thing about this show. I, I think about, knock, knock on wood, everybody, or take a drink. I think about The Wire and, you know, how, well, The Wire went both ways. Because The Wire made a big deal out of um, uh, Stringer's death. You know, when he dies at the end, For he the goes man. out like a fucking champ.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: uh, um, Omar and, um, and uh, Brother Mozone light him up. And, you know, and his final words are get on with it already, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it was a it was a big deal. It was a very dramatic moment. And then the fallout of was even better because they had had him. And, the, and even McNulty's like, I had him. I, I was so close. Yep. <laughs> um. Nothing ever works out for McNulty. Nothing. And then but like the opposite, you know, Momar, who is this big mythical character in The Wire, takes two in the dome for, <laughs> from like an elementary school child he from uh what was the kid's name um
0: oh he got me i can't yeah i i
1: I used to know it too because i said his name a bunch in the show um i can start naming
0: homicide uh no villains but that's (laughs) not gonna it's not gonna work he was a season four (laughs) character um
1: yeah i I don't remember he but he he worked for uh Naaman. he was one of those kids a really 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 little kid um in any case, it was like right on the tip of my tongue too. But yeah, he takes two in the, do- the dome from that kid, very like nonchalantly, utterly undramatic. And I was thinking about this show. There's not a dramatic murder in the bunch. Like shoot- Ruth shoots Javi, and it's like she's just gonna come. She like walks into frame,
0: right? Like it's it's a. <laughs> you're you're led to believe number one you're led to believe that okay Uh is this another dream sequence right because they they play it up that she's having these daydreams of killing him and you're wondering if she's going to actually do it Mm -hmm. and then when she does i think that's probably about the only reason that it feels shocking is because they've fucking swerved you a couple times going into Mm -hmm. it um so but yeah you know yeah she just comes right up bam 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 he's laying on the ground and you're just waiting mm-hmm. for the cut, waiting for the fadeaway for her to wake up or something. Right. No, it actually happened. Um, but yeah, and it, uh, Darlene and Wyatt, same, yeah. same way. Uh, yeah, the, like it was
1: nothing. Like they weren't even the, characters.
0: The hitman that pulls up to the driveway mm-hmm. uh, and gets... He gets shot by the rifle from uh the blue oh, cap from, manager. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she fucking snipes and, and, him. That's great. Yeah. And he's like trying to get up and boom, down he goes again. But yeah, they're not very, not
1: very dramatic. I mean and again, and, it's it, shot from far away, so you don't get it up close or anything, but you could totally see him like a question mark over his head. Like, <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what this is what's supposed to happen? Wait a second. Wait just a minute. Who got the drop on me? <laughs>
0: Yeah. And, and um, the sheriff dying, the sheriff getting killed was just kind of like, yeah. you know, boom, boom, boom. All right. He's dead. Uh, so, yeah, I, I
1: think well, we're, we're into the we're into the back half of things here. So we're, I think we need to start talking about the finale because I'm going to need some time to process this. So mm. keeping in, in keeping with like uh, <laughs> in keeping with utterly non-dramatic deaths. So Navarro, th- there's an agreement that happens with the FBI. Javi's gone now um Navarro's in prison because of what Wendy did not Wendy because of what the FBI agent did and um they're still trying to work out a deal and I think it's I I think uh there's a period where Jason Bateman's running the cartel which was probably my favorite part of this entire season like him just utterly like bereft of emotion (laughs) right i i want to see everyone's books and he's doing forensic accounting of of the mexican mob and he's like saying things like you're running too many runs here if we could double this up you'll save money yeah right (laughs) It's so good like jason i I love this role for jason bateman because he's so it's such an understated role and he gives such an understated performance but it's so like cool like Ruth has a line about she just loves to listen to Marty talk. Yeah, he's so she's smart. like, I, I
0: used to love the way you talked.
1: Yeah, because yeah. he had such a confidence that was um, such a confidence about his intelligence. Like He just knew right. what the right answers were. And, which, and I, he was, was he could fix things like right. he, he
0: his words when they came out of his mouth, mm-hmm. they could fix things. And yeah. especially for Ruth, it doesn't matter what. What was it? Her uncle had died, and I mean, mm-hmm. he's able to talk her into becoming part of the operation after right. parts
1: of her family died. Yeah, that could only go a large so part far. It was his family's fault,
0: right. um, if I remember
1: correctly. But right. yeah, he. Um, so he's just got. He's just like. There's no emotion in it. There's no not like he, It's a job. It's all just a job to him, and so he's like, "How can we make the mob run more efficiently?" And they're listening to him, which is great. But yeah, we have to yeah. have drama here. We can't just let this go for hours on end. So the, now the sister is involved, and she causes a hit, and she tries to get her brother killed. And and ultimately, there's machinations to where we're going to oust Navarro, we're going to get him killed, and she's going to take over the mob. Except that, I want to ask, real quick. Yeah,
0: I want to ask, did you see, I think it's, uh, I want to say Camilla. I could mm-hmm. be completely wrong. But did you see that coming? Did you know that she was the one that ordered the hit before – the, the, before Marty found out,
1: because um, I, I, did. I predicted it, but I kind of didn't care either. It was one of those was like, like man, I was like, dude, Marty,
0: you are making a mistake. He's going to mm-hmm. kill the wrong guy, and it was probably the one like really. By the way, really, did you hear they were really, playing
1: Prophoria? Really-
0: no, I didn't. Was that what it was? That was for here, oh, yeah. Like, Man, that's some good death metal. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Nice. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't see why that guy felt like he was suffering down there. <laughs> <laughs> Viva, Viva el presidente Trump. Uh, um, presidente Trump. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, that was probably like one of the few times where I was predicting what was happening in the show. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wondered if they were trying to deceive me in some way. And I, I kind of didn't like that. But, because I was like, so just real quick on, Mm -hmm. boy, I hope it is Camilla. I'm looking at the cast, but I can't find (laughs) it. But anyway, Navarro's sister, Omar's sister, um, you know, she, you could draw parallels between her and Wendy Mm -hmm. pretty easily. Power driven, you know, you, both of them. And who does she confide in and make some of the worst mistakes with? I should say, who does Wendy confide in and make some of the worst mistakes in this latter part of this series, sure. and that's with Camilla. Yep. And uh, because she probably sees a kindred spirit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the machinations you were talking about, getting, trying to get no, uh, Navarro. They want to uh, get her to well, run the
1: Mexican mob, essentially. In yeah, yeah. I think stay. that,
0: I think it's her. I, I think that's been her play this whole time. Sure. So they don't make that over but
1: the, they. The, the problem is, like, they get to the place where Ruth and uh, the blue cat lady are going to be. um, are going to be not collaborators, but uh, witnesses, partners, partners. Oh, well, witnesses, the, the, witnesses the FBI. So they are now protected God. from prosecution. Marty and Wendy are already protected from prosecution and they're all in agreement that they're going to get, you know, the FBI is going to allow Navarro to get killed and then the Camillo is going to run the mob and Camillo. And then what the, what the FBI wants is to occasionally seize money from the mob. So essentially it's like a payola scheme um you know like essentially the fbi is like running protection for the mexican mob and the the mob pays them their protection money and this allows that you know and then they can rat on other cartels or whatever like they did in the previous season right that is the whole point of all of this and you think everything is going to be neatly tied up but ruth still shot javi she still shot the man the, the woman's son and she will not let it stand and in probably the most dramatic death of the entire season, in, in, in the fact that they it was not just a quick bang and then they're out of the scene, the way it is with everything else, Ruth at least got a slow motion death, right? Like, it, you know, it wasn't like they were playing like wild horses by the Sundays or anything while it was happening, but you <laughs> no, know. they probably would have been
0: playing Noth, yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> um, but she but she takes one in the chest and she falls into the muddy puddle, and that's it, that's the end of Ruth. And I was just Get curious, it over like, with then. I I think of all the people who who buy it in the end, of all the of, of all the ways that this show ends, I was probably the most heartbroken that Ruth is the one that couldn't get out, couldn't get out alive. Like right. after everything, she got she gets a record cleaned up. She's able to like ascend from this like white trashy position that she's in into this position of like criminal leadership. She's actually trying to get clean and she doesn't want to launder money at one point, and she's kind of forced to. And you know, she, you know. Ruth sort of gets to the end of her journey and she's like, you know, it, it's like Shawshank Redemption. It's like, I came through the tunnel and I came out relatively clean on the other side. I I have an opportunity. Bang, you're dead. Like, oh, yeah. that's, that's a she shame.
0: Is, she, well, the thing, I think what makes it most heartbreaking here mm-hmm. is that you have Ruth and then you have the birds mm-hmm. and you're looking at which one do you want to see?
1: Yeah. I wanted uh, Wendy to get uh, D- a bullet. How does Wendy not get a bullet one did the show? you want
0: to see feel the effects of their choices. Yes. You we know? wanted Wendy was to get Ruth. punished and she doesn't. Right. right. Ruth ends up feel uh, Ruth ends up basically Ruth ends up dying because of exactly what she said. The yep. birds came to town. <laughs> and she got involved with the birds and she died because of what happened. She it died, ruined yeah. her. Uh, one of the things that, uh, and I, you know, I'll point this out that another reviewer mentioned this that I was watching today. She talks about changing her uh, or the curse, the Langmore curse. And at mm-hmm. one point she's even offered the opportunity to change her last name and she decides not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, they say that, you know, when she died, that was the curse fulfilled. She couldn't. She didn't outrun her name, uh, and she didn't outrun the deeds of the Langmore. You know the the mm. Langmore curse that came back to haunt her. Um, but yeah, you know, you wanted to see her. You wanted to see her come out the victor. Yeah. Um, the only thing in my head canon is that we watched the birds die in the car wreck at the end of the fourth season. <laughs> Or the beginning of the fourth, uh, second part of the fourth season. Yeah, and we, the rest of this second part was just a dream sequence because the ending is something we're going to have to talk about. But no, let's of, get, uh, let's yeah. get into
1: it. We have about fifteen minutes left. Of, I'm, I wanted to just talk about this for an hour and call it. So let's just talk about this now. Um, we we talked about Ruth. Everything is neatly tied up, and then Ruth gets shot, and it's a little less neat. But still, we're, we're still going. The one thing that's left over is this entire two part season. Was the PI trying to figure out what happened to the lawyer, who right. killed the lawyer, and then ultimately who killed Ben and why did Ben right. die? It
0: ends up ben. becoming who killed Ben,
1: right? And then finally, he figures it all out. Like at the in the after every after after the birds are basically getting away with everything scot free, they are ready to go back to Chicago and ascend. He's like, and you're the reason and, Ben's dead, and yeah,
0: and they give this guy the opportunity to return to his previous job which he yes. accepts right he accepts that to go back because what had happened is the pi was on the chicago pd i believe ends up stealing some coke like you uh, do yeah it happens you know <laughs> uh, and uh anyway he gets he gets found out about it gets mm-hmm. fired off the force so they make they pull all these strings because basically they're going to take he's going to be presenting evidence in court for wendy's dad Uh, to get the kids and Mm -hmm. the evidence is going to be showing that she was involved possibly in Ben's disappearance. Well, Mm -hmm. they pull the strings and I mean, they pull string after string after string. And this guy now has his job back and he makes the decision to return to Chicago to become a police policeman again and not go to court that day. And then at the very end, there he is sitting on the trampoline with Ben's (laughs) ashes. And he's like, I couldn't do it. I could not, you guys were in the back of my head. And that's exactly what Maya told him too. Can I can they, I tell you my
1: can I tell you my bigger issue was that he wouldn't like let leave the cookie jar alone? Like it, <laughs> like, like no <laughs> one ever puts anything else in a cookie jar. It's always cookies, it's always cookies, and it's <laughs> right, never <dude>. empty.
0: <laughs> right. Right.
1: Like he could not let go of that. Like it was a major piece of evidence. He was like are you telling me there's no cookies in the cookie jar? <laughs> I have figured out all the murders. Like, <laughs> he is, <no. laughs> he's a good detective. He's a good <laughs> PI, <laughs> by golly.
0: Um,
1: uh, but he has a really great speech, and it kind of sums up the whole journey for the birds. He's like, you don't get to win. You're shitty people. And then Jonah shoots him in the face.
0: Okay. All right. So am I going first on what I thought of this ending or are you? Go, go get it. You you leave. Okay. So I've been talking a lot. So go. I did not like this ending. No,
1: that was awful.
0: At all. I mean, look, there have been some explanations as to what possibly happened and what led to it happening. But, you know, the, the way that the show ends, Jonah has the shotgun. He's pointing it at the private investigator former cop whatever mm-hmm. after he goes through his long spiel and then jonah raises his gun raises this shotgun and we fade to black and all we hear is a gunshot so mm-hmm. we're led to believe that jonah shot this man right. now we have talked you and i have we done all four did i did i cop out of like season three or something have no we done i believe all four we did all four of these this? yeah okay so we've seen jonah's Kind of progression from a child right. who had some kind of weird tendencies. We remember we mm-hmm. were kind of worried he was a little bit of a psychopath at one point. Yes. And not to, you know, not to just point this out, but there are definitely issues with mental health,
1: yeah,
0: history in Wendy's family.
1: Sure are. Uh,
0: so, you know, you're you're wanting Jonah to make the right choices, and it seems like throughout this whole series he is. And then we get to this final shot of this final episode a little final shot mm-hmm. and uh he doesn't make the right choice and it, bo- it bothers me because that's the one person i wanted to get out of the family uh, you know the the sister she was smart enough to make her own decisions i you know if she could get out of the birds the whole this the birds nest uh if she get out of the birds mess actually if she get out of there <laughs>
1: Nest mess great. whatever.
0: <laughs> Nest mess whatever. If she could get out of there, great. But you want you did Jonah was an innocent kid who seemed like he just he was he was, you know, he loved his uncle. He, why would he want to be with somebody that he knows?
1: Well, we we didn't talk about it, and I don't I don't want to spend another hour on this, but we do have to briefly mention the whole subplot of Wendy's dad. He was yeah, a drunk, I mean, and you know, and
0: yeah, so, we don't know that at the beginning. You know, right. he comes off awful. You know, he, yeah. he seems definitely like a decent guy. Oh my god, his interaction, his interaction,
1: his interaction with Ruth was so slimy. Ooh, boy. Oh, that was uh, like mm, girls was, like yeah. you shouldn't be cursing. And- wears skirts and pants, or like, it's like what? <laughs> he was, he's, yeah, he was he, on one. He was a little, I, I, and I don't know how much of this is like a Hollywood thing, or how much of it was purposeful. Because it was like, let's see, we want to get the audience to root against him because he's a shitty person. Like, let's make him a little rapey. Like, uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. He was, he was just, yeah. Uh, when, when he started getting drinks in him, of course, he became mm-hmm. a, a scuzz bucket. Yep. Um, and and then that's where we learned that, you know, as far as wendy's childhood goes he was probably Mm -hmm. a definite factor in regards to her mental health and her i know we don't have a whole lot of time i found that i I do want to mention her mental health breakdown to where she checked herself into a psych ward was Mm -hmm. pretty interesting Uh because she was going to either kill her dad or she needed to
1: be institutionalized. She made a good decision. She I did laugh at the at the initial thing I'm like, "I'm going to hurt myself and others." That's fine. Please fill out this form. Fill I don't out want the form. Your <laughs> money. <laughs> like, I just, right. I did. I, I, it's a very real thing, and I. But it also kind of felt like I, like Keenan Ivory Wayne, should have walked onto the screen and yelled message. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> I'll, but- I'll tell you, that is That is the that is the struggle in mental mental health services is yeah he was like we have 160 beds and 164 patients (laughs) patients. i was like yeah that's the stuff right there
0: (laughs) but yeah you know i didn't like the fact that marty was also kind of complicit in the fact that they're killing a private investigator and having his, his son actually do it that seemed like a it we went from point a to point b and we got there awful quick. In my opinion, felt rushed. Like if you want to make Marty uh, fine with killing the whole stuff down in Mexico, really. didn't make that yeah. seem to justify what he decided
1: his own child could do. So I'm going to say two things and then we'll, we'll start to wrap one. Okay. I felt like the whole van thing was utterly unnecessary. It served the plot in no way. I thought it oh, was, oh, that's yeah. how they were going to die. Yeah. It. They basically like the, it's like, We need a hot opener, so we'll so we'll have them wreck in a van, which would have made a little bit more sense if the trucker was trying to kill them. Right. I don't Uh, like. It was a two lane highway, and the trucker just yeah. Like there's no. It was just a freak accident.
0: Yeah, and and they pull up at their house, and they're all smiles. They're like, "Oh, we just got an accident." Yeah, we're good. (laughs) 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 I like. Well it isn't there is no van for
1: for a show that kind of sets up all the dominoes and then knocks them all down very neatly and everything is wrapped up nicely for you it was one of those things where like why was this even necessary here this served no purpose it did nothing nothing came of it and it was inconsequential and it was like but for why then so i hated that um i like i was sad that ruth it was kind of like when 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 lem um not lem um yeah, I think when Lem gets blown up in the shield, it was kind of one of those moments, like, oh, of all the people who didn't get out of this. Mm-hmm. you know, I felt bad. like the one character I kind of felt bad about. Um, so that was emotional. But then, uh, yeah, like, Ruth, Ruth dies. And that's sort of the emotional heart of this whole thing is she's gone. And then if you wanted to do like the semi-tragic, they get away with it in the end kind of a thing, like just have them go to Chicago you know, kind of do like a wire kind of flash forward of them being in the background as people are being elected and stuff like the wrap up with the P I felt underwhelming, but not in a good way. You know, like I use the words underwhelming and understated a lot to talk about like things like Jason Bateman's performance in the show and whatnot. But there's also underwhelming. Like this was not a satisfying conclusion. Right. After four seasons of Ozark, I was not satisfied with that ending. And it's like, I could have been with Ruth being shot and them just wandering off into, you know, into uh, Chicago successfully and just, you know, I I think The Wire did it best. Big surprise, but you know, they <laughs> McNulty and um, McNulty and I can't remember the Blackhoff's name anymore. Um, are, are basically Mom? told no uh, the old one, the one he get, the one he gets caught at the end. Oh, for, I haven't, I haven't oh, been you, to the end yet. You, you haven't been. Oh, oh shit! I don't want to give it away. <laughs> but um, but basically, he's 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 forced to retire. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, McNulty and another officer and another detective, they are forced to retire. And um, part of what happens in season five is that he's got a homeless guy that he faked being murdered for a whole slew of reasons. Um, but it turns out he just had him stashed away in a homeless shelter. And now he's okay. got to go get him and bring him home and he pulls over to the and, and and he's got him and he pulls over to the side of the road and he's sort of reflecting on things and they play down in a hole one more time and as they're playing down in a hole you get a flash as to what's going on with people in the in the in the near future okay. so you know what whatever became of all the people throughout five seasons of the wire that's satisfying that feels like a finality to it you know another example oz and i was talking to my wife about this you know, Oz specifically didn't resolve certain things or started new plot lines because they wanted to set a tone, you know, a theme of prison never, ever really ends. It just keeps going. So while the narrative of Oz drew to a close, thematically, they wanted to show the audience, you know, prison never stops. It just keeps going. And so Oz felt like there was a degree of finality to it without them conclusively drawing everything to a close. While this feels like they wrapped up the storyline, that whole bit with the PI just didn't feel satisfying to me. You know, watching J- Jonah after an entire season of him being mad at his family. And the only thing that changed was he didn't go with the grandfather because if the grandfather was made to sound like a piece of shit directly in front of him. Cause Ruth. And like, that's enough. All is forgiven. I, well, <clears throat> I think that is the only thing that
0: the, car wreck may possibly justify the -hmm. fact that after they all almost died they realize that they're a family and they must stick together and maybe that's what's going through jonah's head Mm -hmm. i can tell you that okay we don't see jonah shoot anybody we hear the gunshot go off we can assume that jonah's not going to shoot any of his other family members so unless he (laughs) kills the sister which holy crap where'd that come from but you know it's it's you are assuming that he shoots the PI and that's the only reasonable assumption that you can have. So why he does it, it there's just not enough there for me to say this kid, this character would make that decision.
1: Okay. You agree? Um, yeah, no, totally. All right. So overall, I liked most of, I mean, it really only just sort of falls off a cliff. it's I don't think it's as bad as everyone makes the Sopranos out to be. Where they just come oh off mid sentence and it goes to black, but yeah. it it had that it's in that ballpark. It definitely had that. Oh, it vibe definitely to it. yeah. It
0: had that feeling. It had but, that feeling. You basically are just like, oh, you know, the birds are going to hell. Great.
1: All right. What a way to end Ozars. <laughs> yeah. It, it definitely it definitely kind of almost felt like yeah. And the and it didn't feel rushed. I don't want to I don't want to completely slam it. It doesn't feel rushed, but it, it definitely kind of almost felt like eh, sort of out of ideas now. Let's let well. Oh, we still have the pi out there. And it's fine. We'll have Jonah shoot him. It'll be well, fine. Oh,
0: yeah. He's,
1: you know, um, not quite, not quite everyone's complaining about Game of Thrones, but it does have that slight feel to it. Like, really? This is what we're doing? All right. Yeah. <laughs> but the show is so well written that even like a kind of a crap ending is still better than most. Um, yeah. Okay. We've had a lot of fun talking about this series. Yeah. What did you think of the music in?
0: Oh, uh, you know what? I really enjoyed it. Ruth's playlist there towards the uh, end of the fourth season that she was Nas about <laughs> yeah over and over and over. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Jesse, uh, Nas is actually touring with the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, uh, I, got, uh, I yeah. that's for the children. Uh, Wu-Tang is for the children. I actually um, got tickets for that. Me and a friend are going to go, go okay. see Wu-Tang Clan and Nas. And if you would like to play Wu-Tang Clan for your children, or Nas for that matter, uh, we are giving away a free 30-day trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited service at getamazonmusic.com slash w2mnetwork. Again, it's getamazonmusic.com slash w2mnetwork for a free 30-day trial of the Amazon Music Unlimited service. All right, Jesse. Uh, so we are kicking off the week here in the rattle and Broadcasting Network. Tomorrow, we've got... Uh, I'm going to have the guys on from Talk to Keki and David and myself and Robert Winfrey. We're going to review two anime movies. Bubble say, and it Bell. It better be
0: anime. I'm curious. What yeah. else who would have these guys on? <laughs> all, I'm
1: going to talk about you know Operation Mince Meat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll in. have a five person panel. I'm sure that's going to be a disaster. But we're going to be talking Bubble and Bell. Uh, Wednesday, we've got uh, also we've got a re airing of our Doctor Strange, Damn You Hollywood from a few years ago. Yesterday, or rather today, we re aired our talking about the Oath, which was fun. Um, May the 4th be with you. We've got me and Jesse talking Shattered Empire from Star Wars. And in the evening, me, you, and Coop are going to be reviewing Rammstein Zeit. Uh, It's Cinco de Mayo this uh, May 5th, and we are going to re-air our Brujeria Viva Presidente Trump review. And then uh, that's that. That's all that's happening on the 5th. On the 6th, uh, we will be airing our Bloodsport and For the Culture reviews from this uh, 2022 GCW uh, the, the collective series of events. And then assuming assuming I make it home in time, it's been a lot of that lately. <laughs> That's why I don't have too many more of these booked, booked for the rest of the year. That assuming works. I get home on time, uh, we'll be covering the Canelo Alvarez-Dimitri Bivol fight. Uh, one of which, one of the undercard fights fell out today, which I'm kind of upset about because I really like the heavyweight fight that was going to happen. Um, what do you got going on, Jesse? And then we'll get out of here.
0: Yeah. Hey, I've got all of May shows already uploaded and ready to go. So May 11th, you can tune in to the Source Material Comics feed. If you like comics, we're talking about them, especially 90s comics happening on the Unspoken Issues podcast. We're going to be talking anarchy. That's right. We got, <laughs> we got an anarchist on the podcast. Dean Compton shows up. We got Derry on there. Uh, and uh, if you like uh, the... Vigilante Anarchy from uh, the 90s DC comics there uh, where he popped up in. We talk uh, about three stories, three or four different stories. uh I
1: think Jesse froze. Jesse, do you freeze? All right. um, If Jesse comes back, I'll let him finish. Otherwise, I think Jesse's camera frozen. (laughs) I don't know if he's coming back or not. Yeah, check out all of Jesse's podcasts on the source material uh, comics podcast feed here as part of the American Whammy, formerly known as W2M, going to be known as American Whammy very shortly. All right. uh, With that said, this has been TV Party Tonight. For Jesse Starcher, I'm Mark Rattledge. Be well, be safe, and behave.